Welcome to Sex Communication, a project aimed at changing how people talk about sex. It features audio recordings of sex acts, extremely frank conversations, and many confessionals. Please note that our content is explicit and uncensored. And while these episodes may indeed arouse you, the intent is to inform and inspire. Join us now for a judgment and shame-free exploration of sex. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Hello and welcome to episode 60. This is the quickie episode detailing how I got off from August 19th to the 25th of 2019. And dun-da-da-da! The super-secret sexy affair that I had alluded to last week was an orgy. And it happened. I did not get my period, so I was able to attend unencumbered. Um, And so, yeah, that was the highlight of my week, I guess. It happened Wednesday, and it was my first orgy. Um, Not my first time with multiple partners, but definitely first orgy. Um, And first, like, official sex event that I've attended that somebody else hosted. Um, much like how I am with normal social activities, I am not a big, uh, group event person. I'm not a club person. I don't, I like really low key, chill kind of underground stuff. And so, <laughs> um, I did have anxiety going into it, uh, though I do realize most of that discomfort came from not being in control. You know, like the benefit of hosting my own private events is that I have say over the guest list. I am in control of the setting and the feel and, you know, the timing and all of the things. But attending other people's events is like, and combine that with the fact that I was going by myself, was going, I did go by myself. Um, I didn't know anybody. I mean, I knew going into it that there was nobody on the guest list that I knew. Um, So I didn't expect to walk in there and be like, oh, hey, I knew you and I knew you. Um, Which it seemed like that was kind of the case for a lot of people who were there. Even if they were attending an orgy, this orgy and any orgy (laughs) for the first time, there were a few of them besides me a friend had invited them or they knew other people from other events and parties and clubs and stuff. And just like generally from being active in the scene, which, you know, while I may do kinky fucking shit and like say yes to all sorts of, of different things sexually. Um, you know, I don't do it in like this official capacity. Um, which does lead me with some, insecurity and then, you know, an imposter syndrome feeling of like, am I really any of these things? Like, do I even belong here? Am I just a fraud? Whatever. Like, it's all nonsense. But I definitely did have those thoughts going in. Another thing that was kind of funny was that, um, you know, I had worried I was going to get my period that day. And (laughs) my concern about that was like, it just seemed like, I would be a bad guest if I attended an orgy and I'm like full on beginning of my period, like blood flowing everywhere. You know, not that I don't want to have sex when I'm bleeding, but it just seemed like, you know, going to a hotel and it's somebody else's party and it's like, it just seems like in bad taste. So I'm glad that it didn't happen. I didn't get my period until Friday. So all of my worries in that area were for not. Um, but 
you know, also just with my body preparing for that, I'm generally more tired than I usually am in other times of the month. Um, so I sleep more and I'm just kind of like, not, <laughs> not exactly motivated, you know, so there was that and there was the anxiety and, you know, so Wednesday is here and I, I really had a, you know, talk myself into to leaving. Like I knew in the back of my head I was going to go, but I was still like, oh my God. And there's supposed to be a thunderstorm Oh, and I have to leave the house. And I was being a real stick in the mud. Um, but I, it's funny. I, so I have a roommate now and I shared this with him and it was like, oh, you know, there's this orgy later, but I don't know, you know, I got to leave the house. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like if an orgy cannot get you out of the house, what the fuck can? Which is true, you know, like, if anything should be getting me out of the house, it would be an orgy. And here I am like, the weather and I'm so tired. Anyway, luckily I, I sucked it up. Um, him saying that was like just enough of, you know, just the outside motivation that I needed to kind of tip the scales of like, yes, you are absolutely going to get off your ass and you're going to go to this thing. So like I said, it was in a hotel um, it was supposed to start at 6.30, go to 10.30, and just, you know, with any party, I imagine it's probably not, I mean, you don't want to get there too late, because that would be rude. Also, it's my first time at this particular event, so, like, I want to know all the things that go on. I don't want to, like, come in and have missed the whole, you know, just how everything works. And I was also really curious how somebody else, um, because this is hosted by, like, uh, a couple, um, you know, so it's not, it wasn't in a club, you know, it was, a said it was a private event. So I wanted to see how they did it, how their transition period was, you know, like what happens when people come in the door? Is it like a policy that there's a strict on time, uh, attendance rule? Like people can't be let in after a certain time. Um, but like what exactly is going to facilitate the transition from people coming in and then, okay, now we're having an orgy. Like, what does that look like? So I was really curious about all of those things, but I also didn't want to be the nerd that like shows up at 6.30 on the dot. So I was trying to time it so that I got there around 7, which I think I got there pretty much like exactly that time. And because the weather had been kind of shitty, people were kind of, you know, all streaming and it was a pretty regular you know, like one person would come in the door, five people would come in the door, two people would come in the door. Like it was a pretty constant stream of people entering. Um, it was a large suite. So there was a living room and there was like an eating, like a kitchen dining area, a long hallway, a bathroom, and then a bedroom with two, uh, two big double beds, but no doors. So everything's open, but in kind of like a railroad you know, like one, the living room's on one end, the bedroom's on the other, and all the other stuff I mentioned is in the middle. I'd say at its maximum capacity was probably 40 people. It's really hard to say. Um, I think there were definitely more men there than women, though. It was kind of billed as a, you know, like majority women thing, which I didn't feel like that was the case. But, um, <laughs> the thing that struck me, I came in, I sat down, there were probably about maybe a dozen people already there when I got there. And then there were some finger foods and there was like a little makeshift bar set up in the kitchen. And, you know, 
everyone has their clothes on and everyone's standing around and it felt exactly like going to any other party where, you know, you get there and people are still arriving and everyone's kind of standing around awkwardly trying to make small talk and like it's obviously people that don't exactly know each other as much making chit chat and, you know, a very diverse group of people. People of all different races and ages and sizes and to see any of these people outside in any other setting, you would never, ever, 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 ever expect that these are the people that, that, you know, are attending an orgy. So it's kind of nice that, you know, we really do have all these secret sides to us and you don't even know it. Um, So anyway, so uh, the host had introduced me around how he was able to remember everybody's name. I'm not quite sure, but then it became apparent the longer I was there how many people did in fact you know, know each other or had at least seen each other at different events. So, um, one gentleman was nice enough to, you know, come and sit down and he was talking with me and he wanted to be my first kiss and whatever. And he, he had these kind of sparkly eyes in a way that, um, he could just tell he's one of those guys that, you know, he smiles and he's good looking and he had like, it's very specific to the eye though. Like just has this kind of look to him where you know that he just kind of like, leads you to do things and you're just like okay he just had this kind of the charisma about him I guess probably something similar to the Jeff Goldblum effect that I've read about anyway so we chatted for a while and I was sitting at the dinette table with three other people and you know there was a lot of chit chat and um yeah and then that was probably going on for like 40 minutes. And then finally, the girl on girl stuff started because that was the theme of this party that it starts with 30 minutes or 20. I think it was 30 minutes of girl on girl stuff. Um, but men are not allowed to participate. They can only watch. So this starts happening in the living room. Uh, the host, the female host puts down like a coverlet on the the floor. There's a day bed and there's a couch and there are some armchairs. Um, so basically, I'd say eight women, maybe 10, um, start participating. It wasn't everybody. Um, and mostly on the day bed. And then there were three of them that were kind of like going at this one girl. So it was apparently her first anything, you know, anything crazy, any not just first orgy, but like first party, first anything. Um, so they were kind of breaking her in and, you know, and I don't know how to, you know, it just happens. You just like, you're at something. Okay. If you're the person that decides to attend something like this, like, like myself. Okay. So I've decided to attend this thing. I am not going to attend one of these things and be like, oh, well, I'm just going to stand around and watch and then maybe I'll play and maybe I won't. Like, I came to a fucking orgy. I'm going to fuck a lot of people. This is the theme, so I'm going to do this part too. And then when the guy stuff, like, happens, like, I'm going to do that too. And I'm just going to do all the things and, you know, whatever. So it's like this ability that I have when I'm anxious about anything and I'm uncomfortable because I'm in a new place and that's just how I react to those sorts of things. But it's like... Once I've made the decision that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and the time comes when, okay, now is when you have to do X, Y, and Z, have to is, I shouldn't say that, but like when this is going to happen, I just am able to turn the switch and kind of mute the anxiety and the talk and the uh, 
part and, and just act. So I had taken off my dress. Uh, people were putting their bags in a closet in the hall. So I still had my underwear on and I had like very normal bra, very normal underwear. Like I wasn't even wearing a thong. I was like, it's feeling kind of chunky. And I was just like, I'm just wearing comfortable underwear. <laughs> and you know, that's it. I had taken my shoes off. I say that because there were some people, including some women, the like the newbie girl had her sandals on the whole time, which I was, um, I had just noted, I'm not going to judge, but I had noticed that. Um, so yeah, and I felt better seeing that there were a couple of other girls that were kind of already in this play area in the living room who were still partially clothed. Like some of them were just full on naked and others had like, you know, types of underwear, like some special bodysuit or like something lacy or whatever. It was a mix of all sorts of things. And I just kind of got in the middle of it. Um, and there was one blonde girl and, uh, you know, I knew consent was like a big part of it. So I asked if I could kiss her and then we started kissing and she took my bra off and then, uh, I think I went down on her first. Anyway, so and then she went down on me. So at that point I took my underwear off, but this is all happening. Like people are messing around very close by all around me. So like on the day bed, there were probably six, seven women and we're all touching and people are touching each other. And you know, like exactly how I, I thought it would be. So anyway, so I go down on this blonde girl and then she went down on me and, um, I did not come I did not come. Um, she seemed to be having a good time. I mean, as I do not identify as a lesbian, I, I do have a fair amount of like, am I doing this right? I don't know. She seemed to really be enjoying it. I was, you know, doing to her things that I want would want to be done to me. Um, she did specify, you know, she whispered in my ear. She's like, I don't do penetration, but you can fuck me with your mouth or I want you to fuck me with your mouth, something like that. Um, so, you know, I, I was sticking my tongue inside her. That was like as much penetration I was do was doing. And I did attempt to stick my finger like gently in her at one point and she like really you know pushed my hand away very strongly. So I was like, okay, okay. Not that either. I get it. Um but when she went down on me, it was um I don't know if it was because I was tense or because, you know, she was just a little forceful. It wasn't unpleasant, but it wasn't it wasn't exactly like what I was looking for. It did help when other women were touching me and like bondling my breasts and, you know, and just like being around other women, this whole kind of thing. Like it was sexy, but it wasn't, I wasn't like all charged up, you know? So, you know, I sucked on some other girl's tits and I played with this other girl and just, you know, everyone kind of like, laying over each other and there was kissing and there wasn't much more than that for me in that part. Um, there was a girl next to me that they were using a vibrator on her because there were, there was a whole thing about like how the women who run this event, like know how to make you squirt and the bartenders are squirting bartenders. So she happened to be next to me and they were making her squirt. And like, I was trying to see that, but the angle from where I was, I couldn't see the squirting. But, like, multiple people were attending to one woman at a time. And, again, this is still the, the all-female time. And <laughs> uh, I, part of the other thing was it was, and this was to be expected, right? 
you say this is when this is going to happen and men can only watch. Of course, the men are going to be watching and because the men are watching, there is going to be this performative aspect to it, which I didn't really enjoy. There was one person in particular who was sitting pretty close to the action, sitting there with like his hand under his chin, just watching. And it was, it was kind of creepy, you know, it was a little awkward. Um, in my head, when I thought about this event and I was imagining what this part was going to be like, I was imagining myself in the mindset of like um, throwing myself into the experience and feeling this and feeling really sexy about being watched and like being able to kind of um, own that feeling and, and, you know, like have that feeling. And I, I didn't have that feeling. Like I was not getting off on that. It was really just felt kind of like... Not judged, but I just wasn't, I wasn't comfortable. And you know, that it was uncomfortable, but it just was kind of a flat as far as like, I, you know, I wasn't turned on. I was just kind of like, eh, okay, I'm, I'm doing these things, you know, and it felt more like just taking the action and really hoping the body and the mind were going to catch up, uh, which hadn't quite happened yet. Um, but then finally, you know, they, you know, it was time to open it up to the guys. And it was like, I, I kind of thought they were all going to descend upon us and it was going to be an orgy right there, but it was strange. There was like this transition period then from the girl on girl stuff to the regular orgy. And it seemed like most people were going towards the bedroom. So I'm like, all right. So I go towards the bedroom um, you know, I pick up my underwear and I, I go and I stuff it in the closet so that I don't lose it. And the one guy who had wanted to kiss me grabs my hand and he leads me to one of the beds and I start sucking his dick. And then the female host comes over and the two of us are, are kind of taking turns sucking his dick. And then this other guy that I had talked to came over and he asked, well, can I go down on you? And I'm like, well, okay. So I flip over on my back. So now I'm on my back next to the guy that I had just been giving head to well, this woman's still giving head to him. So this other guy's going down on me. Um, hands are everywhere. At some point, somebody put my foot in their mouth, which was an interesting surprise. I also couldn't see this person. So that was kind of funny, you know, to like have my foot picked up and my foot stroked and then my hand being held and like kind of, you know, all the things you would expect from an orgy. Like, you know, it's just this free-for-all of people touching people and it all happening from all sides. Um, I did come from that guy. And uh, then he moved me to another bed and we were having penetrative sex. And while we were having penetrative sex, there were... And I was on the bottom. So I'm on my back and on either side, there were two smaller guys that were... <laughs> I kept taking my hand and holding my hand. I don't think they knew each other, but it was funny. They just both happened to be the shortest people at the party. And one, you know, has he's squeezing my hand. And then at some point he puts his penis in my hand. And the other one's like holding my hand and squeezing my hand and kissing my hand and touching me a little bit. Um, but another surprising thing that I discovered about attending an orgy is the assault of smells, um, which was much more affecting than I anticipated. And I say this because at one point, 
So that that guy who had been going down on me and who is now fucking me, um, like we've we've reversed positions, and I'm struck with the smell of what smells like somebody that ate asparagus before, and like that smell of urine when you've eaten asparagus. I smell that. Uh, another guy that I can tell is just one of those people who does not smell good to me. Something about his biochemical makeup is just misaligned with my own and smells awful to me. And so all of these things are happening and I'm so trying to like just get fucked by this guy and like be cool with these people touching me and they smell awful and it's like, Ugh. so that was a little, a little hard. Um... Yeah, that was really, it took me out of it. And I I didn't come from that guy fucking me, but um, he came and then I took a break from there and I went into the other room. Um, I was watching for a bit and at some point, uh, the male part of the host couple, um, I think this was the next thing that happened. (laughs) There was... It was a fair amount of watching. Um, He asked me if he could go down on me, and I was like, okay. So we went into the living room. I laid down on the coverlet, which was damp, presumably from a squirting woman. And uh, so he starts going down on me, and he was pretty aggressive in the the oral part. You know, not aggressive in his his approach, but like, like physically in what he was doing, it was like aggressive motion. wasn't exactly my thing, but what saved the day was that um, before this, I had been watching, you know, this rotating group of men and women fuck, right? One of the more interesting ones was there was a guy fucking one girl from behind, and there was this giant guy, and the giant guy's in front of her, and he's pushing her shoulder so that her body is, like, even more getting thrown back into the guy who's fucking her from behind. That was pretty cool. And then there was this blonde guy with this nice thick dick that had this interesting curve to it. And he was uh, getting his dick sucked and fucking some like, like at this point, like all of the things kind of blur together. But I remember like looking at this guy Um, and he was attractive. And I like remembered that he had been wearing a tie when we all had our clothes on. Um, so he comes over while I'm laying on my back getting eaten out by, by this older guy. And he asks if he can suck on my tits. Like, well, okay, sure. Like, nice to meet you. <laughs> I mean, there, there was no introduction. I actually didn't say that. But in my head, it was like, oh, I actually find you really attractive. And I'm happy, you know, not only somebody's coming to suck on my breast, which I enjoy very much, but also that it's you. So he was on my left side, and then at some point, one of the smaller guys that happened to be the one that didn't smell so great to me comes over, and he's sucking on the other one. So I got three guys attending to me, and that that was pretty awesome, and I did get off from that. I did. That was, that was pretty great. Um, but then things start to get a little bit more heated with this blonde guy that I'm into, so... Um, I start sucking his dick, and so I flip over. The guy who was going down on me is now going down on me a little bit from behind. Um, and then and then I have sex with the blonde guy. We move to the day bed, and he's fucking me. Um, I'm on my back. I have my legs up. And then somebody, I can't remember if they stuck their tongue or their finger in his ass. <laughs> so 
that was happening. Like, I could feel people at my feet. I couldn't really see what was going on, but there was, like, this, and, like, there were people on the bed, multiple people. Um, and I got off from that because his dick was, like, it was a good size, but also, you know, angles and curves, those have a lot of impact. So, like, he hit a good cervical spot with me. Um, and after that, I kind of took a break. Um some more chatting with some people and then I went back into the other room and I thought I was going to leave and then the guy that I had first spoken to and first kissed grabbed my hand again and he's like I didn't really get enough time with you so then we start fucking uh he starts fucking me from behind and then another guy gets in front of me I'm sucking his dick then I have more of like people grabbing my hands and holding my hands and some people are smacking my ass and you can hear people talking and kind of commenting on what's going on. And then he switches out with another guy. So I'm going down on another guy. I think it was the guy that was going down. Now he's fucking me from behind. There are condoms in all of this. I just want to say for all of the penetration, there were condoms everywhere. A lot of the men were wearing socks and I was wondering why. And then I realized they, a lot of them were holding condoms in their socks. So like they wouldn't have to get up and go somewhere else to pick up a condom. So anyway, I just want to say that there's condoms. Um, so I'm now going down on this other guy, et cetera, et cetera. And then at, at another point, I was just like, you know what? I think I'm good. I'm going to tap out. <laughs> Not because I couldn't take it. It was just like, is still the assault of the smells. The one guy would just kept appearing and I kept smelling it. And it just was, and then the guy that I was sucking his dick, like his dick wasn't that big. And it was just like, meh, I, I don't know. It was just, I kind of had my fill of participation, you know? Um, so if you have specific questions for me, like feel free to ask. I will answer them. I'm also, I'm writing this out in a more detailed way. It's going to be called baby's first orgy. Um, but you know, I did want to just cover in broad strokes what happened for this episode, because this was, you know, a big part of the week. There was big build up to it for me. And then, you know, like, okay, this happened. And, um, and I had a good time and the people that I met were great. Um, it felt safe. Nothing felt unsafe. It didn't feel, um, coercive or anything. I mean, I, one of the things that I think I would just clarify is that the write-up for this party is, you know, ask consent for everything, blah, blah, blah. And for the lady part, I think that was definitely more of a thing. And definitely when you start with a new person, that was a thing. So, you know, I, there were these two little guys who kind of kept following me everywhere. And, and, and I would say, I'd be like, no, thank you. Cross my arms you know, an emotion like that. And they would kind of respect that and move on. But then they would reappear at like a different scene, which was a little frustrating. But again, it didn't feel unsafe. It just felt like, you know, this is kind of par for the course. Like this is a group sex event. It doesn't, it's not feasible. I think that at every point you're going to be like, oh my God, can I touch this person's arm or whatever? If we're lying in this pile of people having sex, like, this is what you signed up for. If you're getting in this bed with five people fucking, like, you're gonna get touched besides the person whose cock you're actually sucking on or getting fucked by or or whatever, you know, which was cool, which, you know, going into it, I was a little concerned that that wouldn't happen because of the whole consent for every single little thing. So in one way, it was a relief that that was kind of baked into it, this expectation of touching, 
the surprise of all that is kind of the best part <laughs> of going to an orgy or having group sex is like that surprise. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go again. Uh, I'm not opposed to meeting people, but I don't want to announce the name of this party and then people show up to this party because they want to fuck me and expect that I'm going to fuck them because they're at this party. And like, I, I need to have a line. I need to have that boundary. One of the things I did struggle with, um, in addition to the smells was like, I want to do all of the acts. I want to have all of the experiences that involve multiple people, but I'm more interested in doing those things. And I would have done so more wholeheartedly and more passionately if they were people that I was really interested in having sex with, not just, uh, like doing these orgy activities because it's an orgy, which it felt a bit like, it felt a bit like that. And I, I think going the next time, I don't know. I don't know if it's a matter of trying more or knowing the people better or being much more controlled about what I do with who. I don't know. It's kind of a, kind of a, a catch 22 because it's like, obviously being open, like just turning yourself over to the experience is a huge part of it, right? You know, like if I had been controlled about how I approached it and, and, you know, very controlled about who and what and where and all these things, you know, I wouldn't have had the experiences of like multiple people sucking on my tits at one time or this guy putting my foot in his mouth. Like, so while his biochemistry meant that he didn't smell great to me when he was close up, like that was felt really nice. And it was a nice surprise to just have that happen, you know, and I didn't ask for any of these things to happen, but I was happy that they did. So I know that if I, I went into it in a much more controlled manner, I would have been closed off to having those types of experiences. My disappointment just lies in that, <laughs> you know, because I am a control freak and also just because the type of person I am that I, I crave this like attraction and connection with people that I would have been so much more turned on. I would have come so many more times if the people that I was doing these things with were all people that I was really, you know, totally attracted to and not just like, okay, I'll do this, but not like I would have approached this person to do this if they hadn't asked. Um, so I, you know, I'm still kind of reconciling these thoughts, you know, like what it is and how to do it without, is it just a matter of me setting up my own orgy? I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more that I have to kind of think through with this. It did kind of opened up more thoughts than I was expecting. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be having sex with even more people and like it really be this fucking free-for-all which I think um I left at around 9 30 like I said it was going to 10 30 it sounded and it seemed a bit like it was picking up a little in terms of the like tight core lots of people touching like kind of that growing a bit instead of it being these kind of like threes and fours and little clusters like being one more of like a big 
group of fucking people. Um, which is what I was hoping for. And I, I want the experience I have, like, you know, in the last episode, you heard the audio porn from me fucking 54. Like, like that shit is, is all consuming. That's what I want it to be with multiple people. But I want to have that intensity that like, I'm just getting my brains fucked out and I am there and it's hot and I'm just like, I want it so bad. Like there was never any point where I was like, oh, I want this so bad. Like there was never an opportunity to kind of like have this anticipation build up to get to that point where it was like, okay, now that it's happening, like it's just continuing through that. I don't know. It was very, (laughs) very activity based and like, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think it went well for being my first orgy. And there are a lot of things that, you know, I think I'll be more prepared for going into the next event. Um, But anyway, this is, (laughs) I don't want it to sound like I I didn't have a good time and I, I wasn't turned on and that I didn't enjoy it because I did. I'm just saying like, there's just a difference between you know, having sex and enjoying the fact that you're having sex and like having incredible sex with somebody that turns you on so much, you just want to drool. Um, and I was kind of hoping for a, a mix of those two things, but anyway, still good time was had. Um, and as proof of that, I mean, I was turned so turned on thinking about the events, especially like that instance of like being on the floor and these three guys attending to my body. I thought about that a while and um yeah I used that to get off that night because I masturbated multiple times that night and then again the next day and then the next day on top of that like this lingering uh mental erotic movie (laughs) and masturbating from that um one of the masturbation party guys the regular one came over and we masturbated together and uh, so I had that happen on Thursday, and then the next day I left to go upstate to visit my mom, so there was no sexy times happening these last few days. But it was a full week, right? <laughs> it was a full week. I'm looking at the clock, it's like, I cannot believe that I've spoken so long, and I don't know that I've really captured fully the experience, but that's why I'm going to write the follow-up, so that will come. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's the end of this episode, and I will catch up with you again on Thursday with our next regular episode, and I wish you well. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you dig it? Tell a friend. Subscribe. Leave a review on iTunes. Send an email. I really would love for you to do all of these things. And if you'd like to know more about this project, visit graphicpaint.com slash sexpodcast for additional episodes and background on how this all began. And if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, send an email to sex at graphicpaint.com. Every story and experience is valuable, so why not do an interview or submit your own filthy audio? Be a part of our revolution and help us spread the message of sexy self-acceptance.